Have you ever been to a college graduation, a high school graduation, and the commencement speaker is always like this? I want you to pursue your passion. Go out there and go after what you want, and you could get anything you want in life. You could do anything you want to do in life. You could be anybody you want to be in life. And everybody in the crowd is like, hey, that's so great, yeah, woo. Pursue your passion. Do what you love to do. If you do what you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. All right, now that's, 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 that's great, you know, that's cool. It's very easy for that billionaire commencement speaker who made their money building widgets to say, pursue your passion. Yeah, I guarantee you building widgets was not his or her passion. It's how they made a crazy amount of money. But how can, is that really your passion? So what I want to do for this segment is this. Let's talk about it. Because one of the themes that are going through this whole project to help you with your career search and advance your career is to talk the real, about the real stuff that goes on. The most career advice is platitudes, cliches, trite BS. Makes you feel good. You like hearing it. You feel good after you hear it. But it's actually dangerous. It's actually dangerous to you. So here's what happens with pursue your passion. Pursue your passion means that if you go to college, and I know I'm gonna offend a whole lot of people here, but I'm sorry, but I, I, again, I've mentioned this before and I'll keep mentioning it. My value added is to share what I've seen over the last 25 years in helping people succeed and, and, and nurtured careers and see how they've blossomed and made tons of money and be successful and very happy in their lives and to give those kind of insider aspects of things so it can help you. And these are real deal, not with platitudes that people say, but the real deal that worked. So here's the deal. It's nice to hear all those you go get them, go after your passion, do what you want. You go to college and you're studying medieval liter Greek, no, medieval Russian folktale uh, history and uh, spirituality or I, like whatever kind of thing. And that's my passion. I love the medieval times and I love about mysticism and I love about, I don't know, whatever you study doing that. But then you graduate, what are you gonna do with it? And that happens a lot. It's like, okay, my passion is collecting butterflies. Okay, how am I gonna make a living doing that? <laughs> you know, my passion is collecting stamps. Oh, <coughs> maybe there's a, maybe, I don't know how you can make a career of that. I, I, I wanna give you a different way to look at this whole pursue your passion. If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Here's my suggestion. Forget about all that. Turn out that noise for now. What you want to do at first is think, what am I good at? What skills do I have to bring to the table? My passion would be, hey, to play football at a generous five, eight-ish at 170 pounds, that's not gonna happen no matter how passionate I am about it. And being over 40, I don't see that as a likelihood. 
So following my passion is probably not too smart to build a career around that. You want to find what your strengths are. Understand your weaknesses. Think of your abilities, your capability, your academic background, the education you had, the skills you've acquired, the knowledge you've built, your, 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 all your attributes, and think, okay, here's what I bring to the table. If you're not good at math, and you're kind of math-phobic, becoming an accountant probably doesn't make sense. Even if your parents are saying to do that. So you find and define what you're good at. Then you look to see what kind of jobs, what kind of career can I have with these attributes. Think of the Venn diagram. So on one part of the Venn diagram, you have here your skills, your ability, your knowledge, your education, your past jobs, your successes, what you're good at. What then also, you want to put another, so that's one circle, and then the second circle would be that goes overlap it, is what kind of jobs are out there. And then another circle would be, do I like doing it? Would I enjoy doing it? Would I enjoy being a stockbroker, an accountant, a wealth manager, a hedge fund manager, a teacher, a social worker, a politician, an Uber driver? You, you know, you want what would make you happy. So you want to find the nexus of what I'm good at, what I can do, what I have the skills for, and can I get paid for it? Is there a market out there? Is there a job out there? Is it, is it a job out there, jobs out there, but they pay poorly? Because here's what happens. So let's say you're really good at stuff, right? And they say, hey, Think of the circles. You're really good at the stuff in here, and then the jobs intersect, and there's a big, you know, big thing. And we'll have some graphics on behind me that'll show you this. And you realize, wait, those jobs don't really pay that well, and I'm kind of money motivated. Now, if you're not money motivated, then that's okay. But let's say you're money motivated, say, huh, these jobs aren't paying a lot. That's not so cool. And then that circle that says, do you like it? You'd like it a lot if it paid money. The billionaire who gave the commencement speech learned to like widgets because that enabled him to fly on their private jet to the university to give the speech, get back on the private jet, and go to their awesome island retreat in their fourth home. So guess what? Yeah, they learned to love widgets. <laughs> they learned to love what they do. That's what happens because you have a passion and you can't get paid for it. You can't earn a living. You're not going to be happy. Even if it's your passion, that passion is going to fade. It's going to fade out. Yeah, you may like it today. You're passionate, you're excited, you're young, you're motivated, or even you're trying to pivot in a new career. Yeah, I want to do this. But then when you realize it's not going to pay the bills, you'll see how quickly that passion fades for it. You'll see how fast you lose the passion, the bloom is off the rose, how your spouse and family are looking at you like, what is wrong with you? Your friends are looking at what's wrong with you, your coworkers, colleagues, because they realize like you're Don Quixote you know, you're, you're, you're tilting at windmills. What are you doing? And instead of, and that passion is going to lead to your ruination. Now, sometimes you're lucky. Sometimes your passion is an area that you could do really well and make a lot of money. Let's say your passion is coding. You know, you're a brilliant, smart coder. 
And in the market we're in now with Amazon doing great, Apple, Netflix, all these companies, all these tech companies, then you know what? That passion for coding, there's a lot of demand for it. You get paid a lot and you're gonna enjoy it because you enjoy it because you're passionate, but then you can even enjoy it more because you get paid a lot and you're getting job offers, you're getting promotions. So if there's areas that you have the right skills, the right, you know, right abilities, you're passionate about it, and it pays well, that's, that's the bonanza. That's what you're shooting for. You want to find that combination. You want to find a combination where you're passionate about something, you love something, there's a lot of jobs out there, they pay well, and then you're going to really like it, and then you're going to love it. Not only are you going to love it, but then because you enjoy the work, you're passionate about it, people are going to notice it. So when you interview, when you're trying to progress in, in your career, people see, wow, this guy really loves it. They're going to give you more work, more assignments, promotions, bonuses, raises, because like, it's, wow. Think about it. You've seen those people in the office who they wake up, they're excited, they're in the office early, they stay late, they don't take breaks because they just love what they do. And then you see them rise up in their careers. And then on the other side, we've all seen those people who really don't like what they do. They're going through the motions. They're dragging their feet, and it's obvious. We all know it, we see it. They're on the phone calls with, with whoever. They're always stepping out for something. They're always sick. They're always coming in late with an excuse. They're always leaving early with an excuse. But the ones who are passionate and love it and get paid for it, then they're the winners. That's great, that's what you want to achieve. There's another thing too. You learn to be passionate about something. You learn to be passionate about something. If you're good, if you have the skills, you have the background, Whatever it may be. Let's, let's, let's go with the accounting, where, where you're good with numbers. You, you enjoy numbers, you love playing with numbers, you love solving mathematical problems, and you go into accounting, you're gonna advance because you love doing the work. You love it. And then maybe you, you're gonna come in early because you're excited to do stuff, you're gonna stay late, you don't mind if your boss says, hey, can you do this over the weekend? Yeah, because I'm learning, I'm growing. Then you're gonna get job offers other places when you interview. They're going to want to hire you because they feel that passion, that energy, that drive. And then you're going to even learn to love it even more because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because you have the skills, you really love doing it, people notice it, they give you more work, you learn more, you grow more, you keep growing. Now, if you're not terribly passionate about something, you've got to find a way to get yourself self-motivated about it. Because if you're just going through the motions, it's hard to compete. It's hard to compete because the people who really do want it badly, who have that hunger, they're gonna just steamroll you every time. So you have to think clearly when you're looking for a job, do I have the right skills, the right background, the right experience? Does it pay what I want it to pay? I don't wanna sound crass by talking about money all the time, but it's a fact of life. That's another thing people don't talk to you about. You know, when we talk about career-related stuff, they do it in a bubble. I, I live in reality, not in a bubble. And that money is important. Take it from me. You know, have a family, have kids, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's a big difference. If you have the financial wherewithal to live in the neighborhood you want to live in, drive the cars you want to drive, take the vacations that you want to take, provide for your kids' college education, help out family members in need, give to charity, invest in the stock market, buy real estate, have other income flows. It's a very different way of living. So you have to choose wisely. And if you, if you, if you choose something just because it's a passion, but you, you don't have the compensation, 
yeah, when you're, you, you know, for time, it, it'll be okay because you like what you're doing. But if there's no growth, no trajectory, you're not going to get the money, you're going to pretty much get miserable very quickly, very unhappy very quickly. And that passion is going to turn into resentment and anger, and you're going to take it on everyone around you. So, so forget about the advice that you get on commencement speech, the feel-good advice, you know, the, the, the cliche of if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in life. There's merit to it. But they're just kind of messing up the message. The message really is to have the combination. Like what you do. So passion is even a strong word. Let's say you like what you do. And you're good at what you do. And you have the experience, the background, the temperament, the ability to succeed in it. And you're in a niche that pays well and has a growth chart that you can keep growing well. Then when that circle about liking it, you're going to love it. Because you know you're good at it. You're working to your strengths. You know there's a future, you know you can get paid, and that, that's how it works. So they give, you the, they give you the sizzle, but not the steak. The steak is the hard work, actually. And I'm mixing up analogies here, and they probably don't make sense. But the, the key is, if you're looking for a job, analyze what skills you bring to the table, what you're good at, what you like doing, does it pay well, is there a future can you grow within that future and have your pay rise over time? Do you enjoy it? And on the scale of enjoying it, even if you enjoy it moderately, if you're good at it and you have the skills, the same way that billionaire who jetted in to give the speech learned to love widgets, you'll probably learn to love that area because you're doing well at it and you're advancing and you're growing. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I love making widgets. Widgets are the coolest thing ever. So think about that. It's really important. It also could be you're not money driven and you're okay with that. Then that's a little bit of a different story, but I have a feeling the people that I'm speaking with are a little bit more career oriented, money oriented, thinking five years down the road, 10 years down, 20 years down the road. So, so find out what you're good at, critically analyze what you're good at. And it's not only skills, it's your temperament. You might not be well suited for certain things. Do you have the temperament to deal with it? And do you like it, but like it enough to endure getting to the next level, next level, next level, next level, because then you can increase and, and, and you will love it because you're doing well, you're making money and everything is great. So follow your passion. I get it, but it's much more than that. It's much deeper. There's more involved, more thinking. So for those who are ticked off at me because they just want to hear the good stuff. Yeah, you go after it. Don't worry about it. Sorry. For those who are like, huh, okay, I get it. That's good advice. Find out what you're good at. Find your experiences, your temperament. Find an area that you could excel in, make money, build a future, build a career, keep making money so your life can be better. And then you're going to find your passion grows that way. So it's more, more I'm talking about it, you can see it's the complete opposite of what they're saying. It's fine what you're good at, what you like doing, what the jobs are at, the jobs will pay, and then the passion comes because you enjoy what you're doing. Like, give me an example. I, I, uh, I write for Forbes, I'm a senior contributor, and I found out I have a passion for writing. I love doing it. Now, right now, it doesn't, that part is not my main career. It's kind of a sideline. And I would encourage people to have others, they say side hustles. I find that just not really, I'm not crazy about that 
designation, but you want to have side projects or side jobs or side revenue streams because you're not just dependent on your career. And I found out I love doing it. That's probably one of the favorite times of my day is when I'm writing articles. Now, I also love my startup recruiter and, and my recruiting. So I'm kind of juggling all these things, but it does give me joy in different ways. The recruiting, you know, historically has paid really well. So that made me more passionate about doing the recruiting and enduring all the negative stuff, all the headaches, all the positive. I would wake up in the morning excited, loving it, it's, you know, all that. In my line of work, I would place compliance people. This is not politics, just what it is. Under uh, the Trump administration, which I don't know what's going to happen a month from now, so this could be kind of stale news, as I'm saying, is not a fan of regulation, so it really hampered my business. And I noticed going from placing lots of people, you know, making millions of dollars, to kind of not so much, I lost a lot of the passion for it. So I, I can see firsthand how that happens. Whereas the writing part, I'm passionate about it. I'm not, you don't make that much money doing it. But I don't know, I can see the potential. So it's, it's, it's not a set in stone thing. It changes and then you have to morph with it and change with it. It's not static. And that's, this is another thing people don't talk about, the you know, so-called career experts. It's not static. It's constantly morphing. There are constantly things that are outside your control that change what you have to do and you have to change with it and you have to figure things out. So your passion might be in vogue one day and two years later, not so much. So you constantly want to keep your eyes open, how things are shifting, what I could do, how I can move forward, how I can be successful, how I can make money, and then the passion, the enjoyment will come. So. I know this is a little bit of a different kind of thing that most people don't talk about, it, but that's what I'm trying to do with this series. Bring up things you don't hear too often. And whether you agree, disagree, what have you, that's okay. But it gives you food for thought as you're navigating your career, as you're doing your job search, to, to think about. And then hope that it, it, it factors in when you make decisions that you may not have heard this before and say, hmm, this is something I, I have to kick around to help me advance. So thank you for watching and listening. I hope this was helpful.